Welcome. This is the Sahaja Yoga Meditation Program on 2SCR 107.3 on the FM dial. The merits are on the panel, and this is Brian Bell on the microphone. Today, we're going to be concerned with birth and rebirth, the birth of creation and the rebirth of the individual spirit, events that are, perhaps surprisingly, quite closely connected. In the beginning were God Almighty and his feminine power, the Holy Ghost. In the Indian lexicon, they are called Shiva and the Adi Shakti. And there are many other religions that identify the prime divine force as masculine, God the Father, and the creative, loving other half as the Mother Goddess. Here is Srimataji Nirmala Devi, the founder, definer, and nurturer of Sahaja Yoga, talking in 1993 about the nature and the power of this mother goddess, the Adi Shakti. Now, one has to know very clearly what is Adi Shakti. As we say, is the pure desire of God Almighty, of Sadashiva. But what is the pure desire of God Almighty? If you see your own desires, come out of what? Not of the divine love, but out of carnal love, out of material love, of out of power love. Behind all these desires, there is love. If you do not love something, you will not desire it. So, these mundane type of loves that you have, for which we spend so much of our time uselessly, actually, they do not give you satisfaction because that's not true love that you have. Just infatuation for the time being and then you just get fed up with it and from here you jump to another thing, to another thing, to another thing. So, Adi Shakti is embodiment of God's divine love. is God's pure love. And in His love, what did He desire? He desired that He should create human beings who would be very obedient, would be sublime, would be like angels. And that was His idea is to create Adam and Eve. So, angels have no freedom. Angels are made like that. They are fixed. They don't know why they do it. Animals also don't know why they do certain things. 
they just do it because they are bound by nature, they are bound by God Almighty. They say Shiva is Pashupati, means he controls all the animals, he is Pashupati. He controls all the animals, so all the desires from animals come in, but they don't repent, they don't have ego, they don't think that this is wrong or that is good. They have no karma problem because they have no ego, because they have no freedom. At this point, Adi Shakti, which was pure love, so think of a father who has put all his love into one personality, then what is left in him is nothing. He is just watching. Then what does he think? He is just watching the play of his desire, of his love. He is watching it, how it is working out. And when he is watching that, then he is very careful because he knows that this personality that I have created is nothing but love and compassion. And compassion itself is of such a noble variety that he cannot bear anybody challenging that compassion, troubling that compassion or also in any way demeaning it, lowering it down, insulting it. He's so alert on that one and he's very watchful. So a rift has taken place, we should say, from him, from his own desire of love. Now this desire of love was also given a personality, means ego, and that this ego has to act on its own. It became sort of a very independent personality, which was free to do whatever it liked. I mean, we cannot think in our mundane life that a husband and wife are absolutely free to do what they like, because there is no cohesion, there is no understanding, there is not not that oneness, that rapport. But it's like a moon and moonlight, sun and sunlight. It's such a cohesion that whatever one does, another enjoys. And in that beautiful rift, Adi Shakti decided to change his plans. He's known for her sankalpa vikalpa karoti. Anything you try to decide too much, she will make it break, like today's eleven o'clock puja. <laughs> so when this Adam and Eve business started, she thought that they will be just like other animals or angels. What's the use? They must know what they are doing. They must know why they are doing it. They must have the freedom to understand 
what is the knowledge? And like fixed machine-like life that these animals are having, why should they have? So, in her arbitrary power, which was conceded, of course, she is the one who came as a serpent and told them that you taste the fruit of knowledge. But this serpent that came for them to test and then to tell them that you better test this fruit. This serpent told the woman, not the man, because woman is supposed to accept things easily. She may even accept booths, she may even accept nonsense, but she's the one who accepts. While the man doesn't accept easily, he argues, he discusses. That's why he came and told the woman. She came and told the woman, I should say. This Holy Ghost actually is a feminine. And so more nearer to a woman, this feminine force came as serpent and told that better you taste the fruit of knowledge. Now it was the job of the lady Eve to convince her husband, because women know how to do that. Sometimes they may convince them wrongly, tell them something which is very wrong, very sinister. As you know in Macbeth, what happened? So many places we have seen women have misguided their husbands. But men can be misguided or could be guided or could be emancipated if they have a proper wife. So he had all faith in his wife, believed in it, and they tested the fruit of knowledge. Under the guidance of this Holy Ghost, who was a feminine personality of God. This is, cannot be conceived by the people who are just getting a glimpse of Christ or a glimpse of Muhammad Sahib or a glimpse of uh, Nanak Sahib. They cannot understand. We just had a glimpse of them. If they had told, people would have said, bah, what is this? They would have never listened to it. So at that time, the way the attention was, the way the reception was, they told about dharma, about ascent. But in India, people talked about Kundalini since long. And that she is Tadishakti, reflected within us. Now understand that this Adishakti is the power of love, of pure love, of compassion. There's nothing else she has, only the pure love within her heart. But this pure love is so powerful, is so powerful, that's the love she has given to this Mother Earth. Because of that, this Mother Earth, the amount of sins we may commit, we may do anything, she is pouring out her love 
through these beautiful things to all us. Now, we have also this uh, beauty expressed in every way of our love, through the galaxies you see, the stars you see. Now, if you want to see it from a scientific way, then science means it has uh, no love in it. There's no question of love. Even people talk of yoga where they don't talk of love and compassion. When there is no love and compassion, there cannot be any divine spark in that person. Everything is completely submerged in this divine love. Everything that is created on this earth, everything that is created in this universe and universes and universes is all because of the love of the Divine Mother.
The music of George Frederick Handel, a song about pure love. Everything that is created on earth, Shumatiji says, everything that is created in the universes is all because of the love of the Divine Mother. And it is the love of the Divine Mother that is behind the big evolutionary step that is taking place right now at this particular time. This harsh time of false teachings, of materialism, heavy thinking, international distrust, climate change, aggression, individualism, lies and half-lies. With this attitude, you see, you find all around, when I looked, oh, I said, Bach, how am I to tell them what, you are, what they are and what they have to find? And it uh, was really uh, my desire that there should be some keenness in people, just a little bit. If they gave me a little chance, this Divine Love is so subtle, it will just penetrate into their hearts. But they would not. They were just like stones. You couldn't talk to them, you couldn't tell them about anything. And they thought no end of themselves, that's the worst part of it. Under these circumstances, Sahaja Yoga started. And there I find that the powers of Adi Shakti are much greater than the problems you see. I saw it very clearly myself. Because these powers are awakening the Kundalini. I knew I can awaken the Kundalini, no doubt, I knew that. And also knew that I can do it a mass realization. But I could never think that people whom I awaken will come back again. Because, see, they are ignorant people. I never thought that they'll come back, they'll practice the yoga, or they'll go to this level. Never, 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 never thought. If somebody had told me, I would have laughed at that person. Exactly what happened was that when I gave the first lecture, anywhere, that hall would be finished, everything would be finished, nothing to do with that hall. I was staying somewhere here, it was... The hall was taken on higher. And follow on, of course, very few. So I thought that you see, it doesn't go into their heads, it just goes over their head, I think. They don't want to understand anything. They did not understand it. Under the great pressure, you see, I had the family problems, this, that. That was not so important. The most important thing was that how to penetrate into human man. So the only solution was to raise their own Kundalini to create that little light in them. Because if I go on sitting down with the idea that they'll come around and ask me for Kundalini awakening and then I will awaken them, was a wrong idea. I could realize that. So, our mass realization started. And this really surprised people. It was no magic. It was not storytelling, but it was the truth. They could feel it on their fingertips. They could feel it 
out of their fontanel bone area. It's the actualization of Sahaja Yoga has worked the wonders. Otherwise, it would have been impossible. All these wonders that you see today are because your, your reaction, because the way you reacted, the way you received it. Otherwise, Adi Shakti is what? Good for nothing. If you do not accept, I am nothing. Let me start the phone. Actually, it is again, I say, your wisdom, your sense, your, uh, your uh, seeking has brought you to such. This Handel again, more meditative music from him. This time for a largo from one of his Concerto Grossi. So we, the inheritors of Adam and Eve, thanks to the divine intervention of the serpent, are creatures of free will. We can choose. And at this particular time in history, we can choose to have our connection with divinity by way of the Adi Shakti, who, as Shivataji said, is reflected in each one of us as the life force, the kundalini that we all possess. 
As she explained, in 1970, Shramataji, for the first time in history of mankind, found a very easy way to gain the connection with divinity. The union, the moksha, the enlightenment, the rule, the cool breeze of the Holy Ghost. In other words, self-realization, which in turn grants us the ability to develop, to develop balance, the invigoration of mental silence, peace, health, well-being and joy. Most religions of the world see self-realization as the end point, the climax of their activities and worship. But for Hasaj Yoga, it is the starting point. All Sahaja Yogis have this gift of self-realization, and if you desire it, so can you. Slippers, sit comfortably on a chair or on the floor, place your hands palm upward on the lap, close your eyes and relax. I'll run through this process of the self-realization in the way that Shramataji has given us many, many times. It entails putting the, leaving the left hand on the, on the lap and taking the right hand and placing it in various parts of the body. First, on the left heart, on the heart just left of the sternum. And here, ask the question, Who am I? Who am I? Now take the hand down to where the body meets the left leg. Tuck the fingers in there. And here, ask the Mother, the Kundalini, the Divine Energy, Mother, please give me Divine Knowledge. Mother, please give me Divine Knowledge. Place the hand back on the heart again. And this time affirm with confidence. Mother, I am the spirit. Mother, I am the spirit. Affirm this a few times.
I take the right hand and place it on the neck on the left hand side where just tuck it into the base of the neck there. Turn the head a little to the right. And here another affirmation. Mother, I am not guilty. It is guilt which can take us away from the spirit and take us away from the balance, from the center. It is not possible to be guilty and to be the spirit at the same time. The spirit exists in the here and now. Guilt is something concerned with the past. So to bring us into the now, into the present, affirm, Mother, I am not guilty. Mother, I am not guilty. Say it a few times. problems is forgiveness. Place the hand across the forehead, thumb on one side, fingers on the other. And here, say a few times, Mother, I am not guilty of anything. In other words, let all the resentments, all the worries, all the concerns drop away. Everything that causes us resentment or dissatisfaction with ourselves or with others. Mother, I forgive everyone, including myself. Mother, I forgive everyone, including myself. Now take the hand to the back of the head and lean the head back into the hand And here, offer a little prayer. Mother, Mother Kundalini, if I have made any mistakes, please forgive me. If I have made any mistakes, willingly or unwillingly, 
intentionally or unintentionally, please forgive me. And finally, put the hand on top of the head, the very top of the head. Spread the fingers so the skin on the palm is tight. Move the scalp. Circle it. Press down on the scalp. Move it in a clockwise direction. And ask Mother, Please give me my self-realization. Mother, please give me my self-realization. Now take the right hand back onto the lap and relax for a few moments. Let the music flow through. Leaving, leaving the left hand on the lap, take the right hand above the head, about 10 centimeters. Can you feel a cool whisper of energy on the palm of the right hand? This is the, the life force. This is the Kundalini, your Kundalini. If you can feel it, that means your rebirth, your self-realization has taken place. If you're not feeling it now, check it later. When the, when the desire is strong enough, it'll be there.
This is the Sahaja Yoga Meditation Program on 2SER. If you wish to know more about Sahaja Yoga, to find out, for instance, how you can focus energy on any physical, mental or spiritual problem and work towards resolving it, or how you can bring yourself into balance, get rid of any depression that might be undermining you or stress and tensions that could be holding you back, there are programs all over the city, all over the country, in fact, all over the world. And at these programs, information is shared, <coughs> oh, excuse me, curing techniques explained, and the ways of gaining spiritual depth are explored. Now, to find out the nearest program to you, just ring 1800 724252. Or look us up on the web, freemeditation.com.au. I'll repeat this contact information at the end of the program. Self-realization marks the beginning of a most rewarding spiritual journey, a journey which is both individual and collective. It's the individual who gains the union, the connection, the enlightenment, but when that individual joins with others, the power that is generated by the group can make surprising and valuable changes to this strange world of ours. For instance, we, uh, Sahaja Yogis, are holding regular meditation programs in school. Teachers are finding that their pupils, even after a first session, quieten down, focus better, learn more easily, and retain that learning. Medical staff are using Sahaja techniques for the betterment of patients. Problems like stress, diabetes, ADHD and asthma are being tackled through meditation and brought under control. Sahaj meditation is being used to help control mental difficulties, especially among young people, detecting early signs of mental problems and preventing them from developing into serious illnesses. All the time, new and rich discoveries are being made about Sahaj meditation and its collective application. And it is a most pleasant occupation.
Over 400 years ago, Monteverdi wrote that music, praising the divine. For over 35 years, Srimatiji Nirmala Devi travelled the world holding public programs, offering self-realisation to the seekers, talking at seminars, curing individual and collective problems, laughing with Sahaja Yogis, giving advice indicating pathways for our spiritual advancement, our clarity, peace of mind, detachment, and sheer joy. Last year, 2011, just before her 88th birthday, Srimataji left us. You might have read her obituary in the papers, read how honoured she was and is all around the world. But did she really leave us? In one sense, in a very important sense, she did not. Self-realization, the gift she gave to us, opens up the world of Chaitanya, which we call, for simplicity, vibrations. Sahaja yogis, often quite soon after gaining their realization, develop the ability to identify and interpret this energy of vibrations. It can be felt on the hands or on the body. And this energy can do many things. It can diagnose physical problems in ourselves and in others. It can be used to resolve and cure those problems in ourselves and others. Vibrations can lead us away from the trashy and take us to the best of people and things, to buy best, the good food, the rewarding book, experience, movie, people. Individually and collectively, Vibrations can lead to the best decision, the best action. 
vibrations can supersede the left hemisphere of the brain versus right hemisphere battle. It can bypass thinking and rationality, which are regularly at the core of disasters. It can define the truth. It's interesting to consider the future when Sahaja Yogi spreads, and Sahaja Yoga spreads, and the Chaitanya, the vibrations, will be used to make all the important collective decisions, locally, nationally, even internationally. Imagine, one day, there will be collectives of realized souls who will work out, on vibrations, the actions needed to solve all collective difficulties, tensions, and problems, while spreading peace, well-being, and joy. It's a world I won't live to see, unfortunately, but your grandchildren might. It's an ongoing process that Shramataji began in 1970 with her first gifts of self-realization. And with self-realization came the Chaitanya, the vibrations, and the way to meditate and gain balance and peace and a deeper knowledge of divinity. In that meditation, you will feel the love, the divine love, the beauty of that divine love. A complete panorama changes. A meditative person has a very different attitude, a very different temperament, a very different life, and he lives always in complete satisfaction with himself. If it has happened and uh, it has been helpful to you, it has been a great blessing to you, then must know how to preserve it, must know how to enhance it, must know how to enjoy it. You should not just get satisfied with one, uh, or you can say, a, a one dance drama or one this thing, one that. But you should have a full oneness with the divine, full oneness. And that is possible only if you 
really meditate, which is quite an easy thing to do, to meditate. Is Some people say, Mother, we cannot get over time, we cannot uh, think, we are all the time thinking something or that time we want to see the uh, watch. In the beginning you may have a little problem. I am not saying you may not have, you may have. But that's only in the beginning. But gradually you will be all right. Gradually you will master it. Gradually you will know it so well that you would not like to have anything else of a cheaper type. You wouldn't care for such thing. You see, so to get to your uh, beauty, to get to your glory, to get to your own great personality which is now exposed, only thing you have to do really religiously is to meditate. One has to know that we have achieved a certain height of evolution. And from this side, you might go up to here, up to here, up to here. I'm not saying it's not possible to do that. But first and foremost thing that whatever you may be, may consider you to be a very high-class surgery, you have to be humble about meditation. This meditative quality. Even when I'm talking to you, it's just I'm <laughs> getting into it because it's so joy giving. You just jump into the ocean of joy. First it will be difficult, but after some time, you will know that this connection that you have with Sri Mataji is the only connection that you are looking out for. And also, there is another point people get lost with, which I have seen very common uh, with uh, some people who get lost. Uh, they meditate individually, very much, which is very correct. Individually they will meditate. And they will sit down, meditate, we do puja, we do... But collectively they will not meditate. So this is another point one has to remember that you have to be collectively meditative because I am a collective being of all And when you meditate collectively, you are really very close to me. 
So even if you have a program or something, you must do some meditation with it. Always have meditation as a priority for any program. Well, that's the end of our program. Just again, the information about contacting, finding out where local programs are. The telephone number is 1800-724252 and on the web, freemeditation.com.au and that will uh, give you the information you need to find out where the next collective program is going on. So that you have the possibility, as Shumatji pointed out, of meditating individually and collectively. Just over the last few minutes, let's have quiet, another quiet meditation. Just take the attention up along the spine to the top of the head and let it rest there. Let the attention rest at the top of the head. Hold the spine straight. Sit comfortably and relax. Relax. 